I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Tuesday, May 31st, after Memorial Day weekend. Let's start with what you missed over the last week, and then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Oh my gosh, another crazy week, y'all. So we're going to hop right into it. Starting with baseball, Roger Clemens is making the trip up to Detroit today to watch his son's MLB debut. His son was called up to the majors on Monday for tonight, Tuesday's game against the Twins. Clemens actually had 26 starts for the Tigers before moving on to the Astros and the Yankees. Cody Clemens will wear number 21. Last Monday, the Cardinals' first baseman, Paul Goldschmidt, hit a walk-off grand slam to beat the Blue Jays in the 10th inning, winning 7-3. Just one of those crazy scores that I thought y'all should know about. Following up on a story from last week, Yankees third baseman Josh Donaldson has officially been suspended for his, quote, Jackie comments towards White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson. Remember, it's just because Tim Anderson's black, so really innovative there. Donaldson has also been fined an undisclosed amount. So although the Yankees did say that Donaldson had been put on COVID injured reserve list, but that was not confirmed and he will only miss one game. On an unrelated note, Tim Anderson is also now on the injured list due to a groin injury. A little bit of college baseball as the postseason is officially set. This past weekend was conference championships. And now as of Monday, we had the official NCAA reveal show on who is in the tournament. The Tennessee Volunteers are the number one seed for the postseason after only losing seven games all season. The ACC and the SEC have the most teams in the postseason with nine each. Hofstra and Chopin State are in their first baseball postseasons ever. 
regionals will be this Friday through Monday. And then after that, we'll have super regionals in June 10th through the 14th. And the College World Series will run June 17th through the 27th. Moving on to NBA. The finals are set. Now, winning the East, the Celtics won game four to tie the series which was an annihilation with the Boston team winning by 20, outscoring Miami 29 to 11 in the first quarter alone. The Celtics then went on to win game five, but the Heat and Jimmy Butler, with scoring 47 points, battled back in game six. That made the series go to a final game seven. Game seven was Sunday night, and again, the Celtics came out hot, leading 32 to 17 after just the first. Ultimately, they did win the entire series by just four points in game seven. This is the first NBA Finals for the Celtics since 2010. On the West, game four was Tuesday night, and the Warriors took a 3-1 commanding lead in that series against the Dallas Mavericks. And they did only need one more game after that. So the Golden State team did win by 10 points, both in game four and game five, which is kind of unusual. The finals will begin Thursday with game one at the Warriors at home. Moving on to golf, Scotty Scheffler, the Dallas native and personal friend of mine, looked to have the Charles Schwab Challenge in the bag in Fort Worth heading into Sunday. He hadn't made a bogey for the first 52 holes of the tournament. But then on Sunday, couldn't buy a birdie. Now, Sunday, due to some wind and some crazy weather, they did some weird things to a lot of golfers. For example, Harold Varner III went from being one of the five golfers tied for the lead at 10 under with just seven holes to go, and he ended even par. And that includes a birdie in there somewhere. I think it was with the 16th or the 15th hole. So he played what we would consider a normal round of golf for those of us layment people who are not very good at golf. Only 13 players shot under 70 in that final round, and Scotty's buddy Sam Burns was one of those that finished with a 65. Now, Scotty's two over par score got him into the playoff with his buddy. After sitting in the clubhouse for two hours, though, Sam proceeded to drop a 38-foot putt for the win. Sam was seven strokes back from Scotty heading into Sunday, which is the largest comeback at Colonial in the final round since 1994. And that's before both of them were born, people. Moving along to hockey, the Stanley Cup playoffs obviously continue as we are getting into conference finals now. The Panthers got swept by the Lightning, meaning the series was over early in the week. The Avalanche won game four on Monday, 6-3, to three, after a demoralizing four points scored in the second period. But the Blues won in overtime on Wednesday after being down three goals. Friday was the last of the series, though, as the Avalanche scored two goals in the final period to win 3-2. to two. They took the series 4-2. to two. The Hurricanes and the Rangers series came down to the wire. The Rangers tied it up at game four, winning four to one. Carolina fought back, winning the next game three to one. Game six, the Rangers tied it up again with a five and two score. Game seven was decided on Memorial Day Monday with another dominant performance by the New York team. They won six to two. The Oilers put the flames away in just five games, but their final game did come down to an overtime win. 
Moving along to a little bit of Olympic sports, Leah Thomas gave her first interview about being a trans woman and taking the NCAA title in swimming. She claims that she felt weaker and slower when she had had one year of hormone replacement therapy as a woman. However, some argue that going through puberty as a male is where the unfair advantage can simply not be made up by cisgender females. I do plan on doing a post about this at some point where I'll kind of argue both sides. Um, But this is important because she did actually come out and give a full interview. And she repeats that trans women, meaning like she did not have an agenda to come in and just be a better swimmer. And while I do believe her, I don't think there is a place for trans women in women's sports. But like I said, I will have a whole separate post when I'll kind of go over all the deets on that. Jamaican Elaine Thompson Hurrah won the women's 100 meter at the Prefontaine Classic this weekend over United States Shikari Richardson with a time of 10.79. This is important, however, because this is the first time Shikari Richardson has run under 11 seconds since she took the Olympic trials by storm and set the world on fire after testing positive for marijuana. Hurrah won the 100, 200, and the 400-meter relay in Tokyo, so she's used to winning. Going on to a little bit of college softball, and the College World Series is set. The teams that are making the trip to Oklahoma City are UCLA, Texas, Northwestern, Oklahoma, Florida, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, and Arizona. Again, the tournament will be a double elimination followed by a national championship best of three. So if you lose, you can still make it to the final, but you better not lose again. Semifinals and finals will be next week. We do have some tennis to go over as the French Open finals will be this weekend. But we had a crazy what felt like a final game today in the quarterfinals at Roland Garros. World number one Djokovic and number five Nadal battled it out on the clay for four hours. Nadal, who is considered the king of clay, has won the French Open 13 times and will be in the running again as he did defeat Djokovic although he has won the title twice and is currently defending champion. This is extremely relevant as the big three with Federer being the other three, other of the three are neck and neck on grand slam titles. So it's been kind of Djokovic's game lately, but Nadal is obviously making a run for it. On the women's side, Coco Golf beat Sloane Stevens today to move on to the semis. One more American is still in. But Jessica will have to face Polish tennis player Iga Svantec, the current number one seed in the tournament, in the quarterfinals tomorrow. Also, just so your listeners, you listeners know, there's a lot of controversy on how to pronounce her name. That is the best that I could find. (laughs) Obviously, on the men's side, Nadal is still in as he is on to the semis, where he will play German player Zarev. No U.S. men are left on that side. What to watch this upcoming week? We do obviously have some MLB games that will be televised. However, I'm going to skip those as we have a lot of other stuff to cover. Moving along to NCAA baseball. Those games will begin 
Friday. Now, there are also games on Saturday and Sunday, but those are all TBD at the moment. So you'll have to check back later on ESPN to get those times. Friday, action begins at 11 a.m. UCLA versus Florida State on ESPN2. Wake Forest versus UConn on, at noon on ESPNU. Arkansas will face Grand Canyon at noon on SEC Network. Notre Dame versus Texas Tech at 1 on ACC Network. Vandy at San Diego at 3 p.m. on ESPNU. Tennessee at Alabama State at 5 on SEC. Arizona at Ole Miss at 6 p.m. on ESPNU. VTech versus Wright State at 6 p.m. on ACC. And Oregon State versus New Mexico State at 9 on ESPNU. Again, not all the baseball regional games that are going on, but those are the main ones on cable. NBA, we have the finals beginning on Thursday with Game 1, Celtics at the Warriors at 8 p.m. on ABC. Then the only other game that will be played this week will be Sunday's Game 2, also Celtics at the Warriors, at 7 on ABC. After that, it'll be next week and move into the week after, believe it or not. So we are a ways away from that final. In the world of golf, we actually had the men's quarterfinal and the men's semifinal today on Golf Channel for NCAA. That was started at 11 a.m. and at 4 p.m. today. The final will air at 4 tomorrow on Golf Channel on Wednesday. We then have the Memorial Tournament beginning round one on Thursday at 1 p.m. on Golf Channel. Round two will be at the same time on Friday. And then round three begins on Saturday at 1130 on Golf Channel and will change over to CBS at 130. You'll also catch the final round at the same times on Sunday. However, I do want to add a little bit of woman power here. U.S. Women's Golf Championships, so one of the majors, will be televised starting on Thursday. That will be the first round at 1. That will be viewable on USA. Same for round 2 on Friday. Then on Saturday, we have the third round, which will start at noon on USA and move to NBC at 1. And then the final round will also be at those same times on Sunday. So way to go, LPGA Tour. Hockey, we have the conference finals. Tuesday, we start with the West Final Oilers at the Avalanche Game 1 at 7 p.m. on TNT. Game 1 of the East Final will be Wednesday, the Lightning at the Rangers at 7 p.m. on ESPN. We then flip-flop, right? So the West goes back, Oilers at the Avalanche at 7 on TNT. Then on Friday, the Lightning at the Rangers at 7 on ESPN. The weekend will bring the West Final Avalanche at the Oilers at 7 p.m. on TNT and the Rangers at the Lightning on Sunday at 2 p.m. on ESPN. We actually have a couple of interesting soccer games. We have FIFA World Qualifying, Scotland versus Ukraine. So a little bit of a nod to them this weekend or this week. That will be tomorrow, Wednesday at 1.45 p.m. on ESPN2, followed by an international friendly United States versus Morocco at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN2. It doesn't stop there either because Sunday we have FIFA World Qualifying, Wales versus a to-be-determined team at 11 a.m. on ESPN2, and another international friendly for the United States versus Uruguay at 4 on Fox. Moving along to softball, I told you we had a lot of stuff. Softball begins the College World Series on Thursday. Again, this is double elimination. So first games, UCLA versus Texas at 11 a.m. on ESPN, followed by Oklahoma versus Northwestern at 1.30 on ESPN. Those four teams are on one side of the bracket. 
Florida will face Oregon State at 6 p.m. on ESPN, and then Oklahoma State will face Arizona at 8.30 on ESPN. That's the other side of the bracket. So Florida, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, and Arizona will not face Oklahoma, Northwestern, UCLA, or Texas until the final. On Friday, you can have elimination games. Those will be played at 6 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. on ESPN2. So whoever loses those is out. Quarterfinals will be on Saturday at 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. on ABC and ESPN, respectively. And then Sunday, we will have the losers quarterfinals. So again, another elimination game at 2 p.m. on ABC and 6 p.m. on ESPN2. We then move into next week. So I will cover that next Monday. The French Open, like I said, does complete this week. We have the French Open starting at 11 a.m. on NBC on Thursday. Again, Friday, we'll have it at 11 a.m. And then on Saturday, we have it starting at 8 a.m. on NBC. And then Sunday for the last round on at 8 a.m. on NBC as well. That wraps it up for me. Tons of tons of sports going on this week. I tried to make it a little bit quick since it is a short week. There was a little bit less to cover. If you want more or miss some of those times and want to see that again, go check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports. And I hope y'all had a marvelous Memorial Day weekend and enjoyed the extra rest. Catch y'all next week.